This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hey, welcome to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is Carmen Furrow. This is Lynn Furrow, the founder of Summit Life Ministries. Our mission at Summit Life Ministries is to equip, wow, elevate, equip, and empower. This is just real. We're just going to let you know that we're just real and sometimes we make mistakes, especially on New Year's. New Year's Eve. So our mission is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see our identity through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective and empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Sometimes your supernatural lifestyle does not come with just smooth words. (laughs) Anyway, Happy New Year almost. So we're getting close. I I refer to uh, our Christmas gathering coming up I think a few episodes ago and so we have our family gathering now to celebrate Christmas and I just am wanting to express my thankfulness to God for family and the relationships that he's given us in our family yeah well I joked with you before we started the recording (laughs) she is the red leopard today today. (laughs) um so I may be somewhat distracted during this uh, teaching segment uh, Carmen commented that it is uh, New Year's Eve, and this is the last day of 2020. <laughs> now, right now, as I just said that, I am anticipating shouts of joy <laughs> uh, resounding from the people of God, because as we have commented in the episodes uh, many times, 2020 has been a challenging year, but it's been a year of growth. It is, and I think we should be really thankful for 2020, so that we don't have to have another. You know, we need to be thankful and receive what God has given us, so we don't have another just round of wilderness. You know, like they, we weren't ready to proceed. So we say, thank you, God, for what you did in 2020 and growth yeah. in us. And God, we want to press on to the next. And you talked about that in yesterday's episode, pressing yes. on. Carmen, I had the opportunity uh, a few weeks ago to be in Indiana and mm-hmm. share at a church that I, I really enjoy being with. And when I shared with the church there, I shared a principle that I think is so important. How you finish a season mm-hmm. intimates how you're going to go into the next. That's right. And so I want to encourage you because... The reason why I bring this exhortation is because right now on social media, there are a lot of memes and there are a lot of posts as we reach the end of the year about how people are really just cursing this last year. Even in some of our Uh, Christmas letters we've gotten, I've I've noticed that. And and people have just kind of rehashed and trashed 2020. And I do say it's been a difficult year. It's not that I'm in denial of what people have gone through. Some people have been tested to their limits Mm -hmm. and God extended their limits. And I know where we have lived geographically in Cedar Rapids, uh, we went through, you know, kind of a storm of the century physically called a derecho. I didn't even know what a derecho was. And you maybe are hearing this and you may have no idea what the derecho was for us this year so you when you're done with this you might have to get online and just check out cedar rapids and the derecho and 
You'll find oh. out some kind of crazy stuff. Yeah, an abbreviated definition. It's an inland hurricane. I didn't even know they were possible. But uh, we had winds that were in excess of about 120, 30 miles. Mm -hmm. I think there, there was even some metrics that measured it at 140 mile an hour wind speeds, uh, straight line winds. And so it was disastrous for the community that we lived in, uh, just in the physical damage. But we were already navigating a pandemic. Mm -hmm. We had gone through racial tension. There was an election year that was going on. So people were, were frayed um, yeah. and strained emotionally, mentally, and many, uh, some, not, not all, but many were even strained spiritually, mm -hmm. where they were struggling to maintain uh, a faith towards God mm -hmm. that how could God work this out for good? Um, but even though it was difficult, God was at work in us, and he was also at work for us. And he was working it out for good because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. And I would not want to say, if I have to relive a year all over again, I may not want to choose 2020 to relive. But I do not uh, look back upon this year and saying, um, you know, God, this was a wasted moment. This was a wasted year. No, it was a, it was a moment where I prayed more, yeah, prayed more true. fervently, sought God's face in a greater way. And out of that seeking of God's face, uh, God really challenged me in some areas where I was probably living levels of a comfortable Christianity. And God challenged me to say, I want to elevate your game. I want to, I want to call mm -hmm. you out of your comfort zone. And I want to uh, bring you into a greater clarity of what I've called you to and, 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 and what I want you to fulfill in this next season of your life and ministry. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't easy as God removed some of the down out of the nest that I was in, yeah. uh, saying it's time for you to, to transition to the next of what I have for you. Mm -hmm. But I don't regret a mile. I, you know, <laughs> my, my journey with the Lord has been, uh, you know, of many, many faith challenges and, and many high moments. And then there have been moments where I did feel like I was being stretched beyond any capacity that I had. But you look back in hindsight and I say, I do not regret one moment of ever saying to God, yes, yeah. I want you. I want to obey your will. God, my life is not our, my own. I've been bought uh, with, with a price. And so... I want to encourage us to, to finish this year, even to the very last second yeah. of the year. Let's finish it with thanksgiving to God. Let's, let's finish it with praise to God. Look, look what he brought us through. And, and Isaiah said this. He said that the people of God would, would be able to say that they passed through the waters and the floods were not able to drown them. They passed through the fires and the fires were not able to burn them. And we have walked through flood and fire, spiritually, emotionally, many of us. And look at us, we're still here by the grace of mm -hmm. God. And so no matter what 2021 is, 
And so sometimes there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, a little bit of a hesitancy of saying, okay, God, what do you still have in store for us? Did you get from your people what you were aiming to get from them and squeezing them, stretching them, enlarging their their capacity to yield to you in a greater way? Well, I've got a feeling there's a greater work and there's more that needs to be done in me, in us, and in, in his church. And we just got to stay on the potter's wheel and say that the clay does not have the right to say to the potter, why are you doing this? <laughs> and why are you making me this way? I just have to say, not my will, Father, but your will be done. Whatever it takes. And that's a dangerous prayer to pray. Mm-hmm. And we've got to be a people that are willing to pray dangerous prayers that we say, God, whatever it takes for you to Mm -hmm. take me where you want me to go, uh, take me where you're taking me, uh, because I'm not making myself. His truth Mm -hmm. is making me. That's a full surrender prayer. And and, oh God, help us to see the connection. Connect the dots for us if we forget when we get into something and we're like, why... Why do I have to go through this? That you connect this back to our prayer when we said, God, do whatever it takes to do your will, to produce in me the life of Jesus. Um, And this year has reminded me, if you think of it as a day, it reminds me of that psalm that says, we remember his loving kindness in the morning and his faithfulness at night, beginning and end. That's right. Recount the faithfulness of God. And don't forget to talk to your children about connecting the dots for them of, the faithfulness of things you prayed for and answers to prayer and things you, you're hoping for and praying about those so that they see and hear about the faithfulness of God from you. It's so important so that they can grow in faith and in trusting in God. I'm reminded of Joseph uh, at the end of his journey and his mm-hmm. trials where his brothers uh, were afraid Mm-hmm. That once they discovered who he his his hidden identity, yeah. that he would want retribution and revenge, and he tells them in this powerful emotional moment in scripture, he said, "What you meant for evil, God has turned this out for good." And in David, in one of the Psalms, he said, "I will praise you, and I will worship you in the face." and in front of the gods. And and that's a paraphrase of that passage. Mm-hmm. But he talked about this, this expressive, militant worship mm-hmm. that he would engage in. But it was before his enemies. It was like, uh, you know, after a football score, how you spike the ball <laughs> in the end zone. Like in your face. <laughs> well, I, I want you to know, if, if the enemy was engaged in, in some of the things that happened um, in in our journey where he was trying to thwart us and stop us and hinder us mm-hmm. and Steal. attack us yep. and, and rob from us. Mm-hmm. Right now at the end of the year, I, I want him to throw a flag of saying you're, you're engaging in unsportsmanlike conduct <laughs> because you're spiking the ball up on me. Because guess what? If we're full of faith, Mm-hmm. And our love for God has grown deeper. Mm-hmm. And, and our, our courage in faith and in our per- perseverance is greater. Mm-hmm. And we come out of, out of here 
uh, free from things that hindered us. Mm -hmm. If the load is lighter, because we 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 started to to getting rid of the distractions and the weights and the things that were slowing us down, mm -hmm. and and it has narrowed our focus. Well, I want to praise God at the end of this year as we cross the threshold and get into the end zone. Because we survived 2020 and grew and, and we're better. We're That's better right. for going through 2020. It was a it was a tough game, but guess what? He did not. He was not able uh, to prevent what God wanted to do in us. And so I want to spike the ball in praise. Take that, devil! <laughs> uh, God showed Himself to be faithful and strong to His people. God was able to do His will. Yeah. And work his will and the ability to do his pleasure in us. And I am more of a lover of God today than I was yesterday. And so right now, just like David, I want to say, God, I, I thank you in spite of 2020, in spite of anything mm -hmm. that happened in 2020, uh, the devil was not able to overthrow our faith. And he was able to keep us from stumbling. He was able to sustain us and propel us with his word. And now we're more like Jesus than we were at the beginning of 2020. And our hearts are fixed in a greater way, not upon things that would be of a, a temporal nature, but, but eternity has been awakened in us like never before. Mm -hmm. And our hearts are fixed and our affections are set where Christ is, is seated and reigning right now in heavenly places. So I want you to finish well and what it will do is it will be a predictor, a prophetic yeah. predictor of how you enter into your new season. You'll, be, you'll go in with greater grace, greater strength, and greater power. That will, And it doesn't mean that you're not going to face greater giants, but you'll have a greater ability to handle uh, whatever comes your way because God is taking you higher. He's elevating you. Mm -hmm. He's raising you. You're, a, you're ascending, living an ascension life. Now, I, we got into this exhortation about finishing well <laughs> and, and letting it be a momentum that takes you yeah. into the new year. But I want to finish this topic that we've been on this mm -hmm. week. And I've really enjoyed uh, our interaction. We had some fun moments recording <laughs> this. And I just enjoy our relationship. I enjoy doing life with my wife. I enjoy doing ministry with my wife. And uh, so we're just enjoying this season in God and ministering to God's people uh, through the H Changer show and through this podcast. But we've been talking about if we've been raised, if we've been seated, if we've been ascended and exalted with Christ, then practically, how do I begin to obtain? press, lean into uh, this type of ascension life, this God kind of life that he wants to give me. Well, I have to mature in it. I have to allow God to train me to think royally, to act as a regent. I have to allow my will to align with the will of the kingdom because it's all about the kingdom, yeah. the king and his kingdom but once my mentalities and my mindset and my vision of what I'm aiming for as far as a, 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 an all-consuming life vision, 
I don't want to live my life using Jesus to get where I want to go. The life I want to live is the life that Jesus is living. Yes. And his goals and his aim and his calling where God called him into is where I want to, uh, uh, you know, elevate and be raised to walk in the fullness of that as well. So it's not just living my life with Jesus. It's living life, Jesus's life in, in my me. life. In yeah, me. in me. Now, I didn't get to where I totally wanted to go uh, this week, but I, I do want to do some teaching now mm-hmm. because I think sometimes what prevents us from at least uh, beginning to believe for more of what the Lord has for us in living a God kind of life, a life of overflowing fullness, is that sometimes we have mentalities and mindsets that govern the way we think. That's why it's imperative that you renew your mind. And we renew our mind through renewal truth that comes by the words that God has spoken. God defines reality. He is the way, the truth that brings us into life. So it starts with understanding that Jesus is the way. He embodies the way of God, the will of God. And as I said in an earlier episode last week, that Jesus came to reveal to us the Father, but he also showed us a pattern of sonship. Mm -hmm. So when you read the Gospels, you are seeing God manifesting in the flesh but you're also seeing a humanity, a human life that had never been lived before, mm-hmm. empowered by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. I want you to hear that. You're seeing God manifested in the flesh. So Jesus, the Son, is revealing to us the Father. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a distorted image or perspective of who the Father is. Mm-hmm. Jesus accurately represents the Father. You see me, you've seen the Father. But he also represents to us, presents to us the highest optimal level of the God kind of life expressed through a human being. For our example. For our example. So we use this phrase, he is the pattern son. So as you study the gospels, I begin to see these precedent-setting moments in Jesus' life and things that are happening to him and how the Father is engaging him and how he is walking before God and Mm -hmm. the levels of intimacy that he has with God, how he's expressing this life and, and the anointing of the Holy Spirit through himself. Uh, and, and it is, it is to be a revelation of because he is the way that brings us to a truth or a reality that allows us to know the life that God has for us the way the truth and the life mm-hmm. so sometimes our our mindsets can blind us and that's why Paul in 2 Corinthians 10 said that once you understand that there is a a mindset a stronghold a mentality that is a like a stronghold that 
that obstructs what God wants to root and plant in your life in regards to truth. You have to use spiritual weaponry and you have to literally, just like militarily, they would take a stronghold and they would dismantle it. They would weaken its defenses. These strongholds have to be pulled down in our life. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Paul clearly, in using the metaphor of strongholds, he then tells us what these strongholds are. He said they are imaginations, mm-hmm. lofty and exalted ideas, uh, deceptions, mm-hmm. things that we believe that are not based in the truth mm-hmm. and in the truth that we have in Christ. So we've got to be aggressive in the battlefield of our mind mm-hmm. to renew our mind. Well, sometimes when we look at Jesus and his life, there is a doubt and an, a level, maybe not even of doubt, just plain unbelief, that we go, can't live that way. <laughs> uh, he's God. I, I'm, I'm human. And he did things that uh, I can't do. And if, and, if, and if we don't attack that stronghold mm-hmm. of unbelief, where we just think that what Jesus did, he did as God using divine attributes, mm-hmm. divine power that he possessed as God, and then, then we just say the gap is so large, yeah. the gulf is so great, there's no way that I could even try to walk like Jesus walked, do what Jesus did, and to experience a level of of God kind of life that he exemplified. So we think he made a way, but we can't even follow him that way. That's right. We just say, well, that's great for you, Jesus. That was wonderful. (laughs) The power that you operated in, the signs and wonders you did, uh, the the capacities, capabilities that you possessed. You could walk on water. uh, You know, you, you could have... Uh, transfiguring moments where you were talking to Moses and Elijah and, and, you know, you were transfigured and there were all these things that you supernaturally did, Mm -hmm. um, you raising people from the dead. Uh, but that was you and this is me. And so I just want to go to heaven. (laughs) I'm going to live my normal life, natural life. And, and I believe you that you're my savior. But I want us to look at a passage of scripture in Luke, or not Luke, but Acts chapter 10, that clearly states something about how Jesus did what he did as a man, as a human being. He was fully divine. He was one person, but had two natures, one that was fully divine and one that was fully human. We call him the God-man, Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus. But clearly, the Bible teaches us that he did not use his attributes as God to do what he did on the earth. He would have been thwarting his own purpose. Right. He laid them aside. Mm -hmm. So as a man, what Jesus was capable of doing and what he did to heal the sick, Mm -hmm. to cast out devils, exercising authority over demonic realms, um, walking on the water, multiplying in miracles of multiplication the the fish and the bread. Seeing what the Father is doing and hearing the Father, even those things are for our example that we can be hearers and seers like he was. That's right. 
We can hear the voice of God like Jesus heard the voice of the Father. And as by faith, we obey the words that come Mm -hmm. from God's mouth. The result is that God will attest to our obedience and then release his anointing to accomplish in us and through us just exactly what Jesus did. Because what Jesus did, he did as a man who was empowered and filled by the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. just as we're also invited to also be filled with the Spirit. Now, there is this passage of Scripture in Acts chapter 10, verse 38. And I want to go ahead and, and read verse 36 and 37 as well. It says, As for the word that he sent to Israel, preaching the good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee after the baptism that John proclaimed. Verse 38 how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So we're going to have to end today, and we'll pick this up next week, but we really want to talk about how that we're able to enter into a life in Christ where we're able to do what Jesus Mm -hmm. did, walk like Jesus walked, because the very same Holy Spirit that anointed him and Mm -hmm. filled him to do what God had invited him to do on mission with him, he did it by the anointing and the power of the Holy Spirit. And so you and I, as we enter into this new year, We want to go for ascension life. We want to go for a God kind of life where we allow the Holy Spirit to fill and empower and anoint us so that we can go about doing good, healing all those that are oppressed by the devil, knowing that God is with us. Living and expressing the life of Jesus. Living a supernatural lifestyle in (laughs) faith-filled obedience. To our our Father's will. That's (laughs) right. That is our mission. Love you guys. Bless you. Happy New Year. Yeah. Thank you for joining us for the Age Changer Show. If you would like more information about Summit Life Ministries, you can check us out at summitlifeministries.com and get a bunch of information there. Um, If you have any questions as you listen to the podcast or watch the show, please include those comments and questions in in the comment section. On Fridays, we normally do a question and answer show and we'd like to address questions that you have because we like to um, interact with you in that way. If you could also please like this video and share it and we'll get um, other people who may be looking to hear and be encouraged with this word like we're encouraged and like we're receiving from the Lord through this word um, that they can hear it too and they can be encouraged and to live supernatural lives in faith-filled obedience as their eyes are set and fixed on eternal realities and understanding who we are in God. So God bless you and thank you.
What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, and have a blessed week.